Fancy Effect. Hello and welcome to the second ever episode of Fancy Effect, the podcast where we take one topic and tell you two stories that we found and researched ourselves based on that topic. Uh, this is Rosa. And that's Mari. And this week we are doing cryptids. Woo! That's our topic. Yeah. So, um, I guess our history with cryptids, that sounds... Okay. <laughs> so, what, 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 have, what do you know about cryptids, like, before you did all the research and stuff? Um, they're like... I don't know. They're like ghosts and stuff. Yep. You're more into them than me. <laughs> yeah, I, I, I've listened to a couple of cryptid podcasts, not related to this podcast at all. I just have, because cryptids are hella cool. Sorry. Totally. I... That was weird. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, ever since I've been, I was like a, a little kid, you know, like every kid's obsessed with like fairies and dragons and whatever else. Um, yeah, you're not weird or anything. <clears throat> Rude. You didn't pretend um, to be a vampire for a day. <laughs> I did. I did pretend to be a vampire for a day. We're not talking about this. That's a different episode. We're not talking about vampires in this one, unless you researched vampires, but I think you did. Um, you know what I researched. Yeah. We discussed this. <laughs> Shh, the mystery. No. Um, so yeah, we're bringing a more relaxed vibe this episode um, because, yeah. Um, we don't sound so terrified about our first episode. Yeah. Sorry, I'm really comfortable. We don't have the nervous energy. We are currently... Um, camped out under my desk in a desperate attempt to make the sound quality slightly better than last one. If you can tell, that's nice, but I don't think it actually helps. No, but it's kind of, it's, it's Literally nice. shoulder to shoulder. Yeah, it's fine. We don't have any background noise. Possibly, except for Not- me going like... Yeah, your jacket is very loud. Sorry, I'm going to take it off. Okay. Okay, when I was younger, I actually got a book. I accidentally stole it from school. <laughs> like I had it I got it in primary school and I never returned it I got it in like grade 2 and um, and then I wasn't going to the school anymore so I couldn't return it so I still got this little book anyway it's a book of um like faked photos and stuff oh that's cool it was really cool somewhere on my shelf I can probably find it off the podcast and it had the one with the two sisters who I think they were sisters who took photos of fairies in their backyard and they were just like drawings of fairies yeah and arthur conan doll was convinced it was real after they even after they announced <laughs> <Yeah>. it wasn't <laughs> um, oh, he's he's a smart guy <laughs> yeah i mean he wrote sherlock holmes who was which is funny because sherlock is a complete non-nonsense character and this guy's like he was like sending letters to these like very young children being like so um your fairies they're real right and they're like no and he's like they are you're just you're just making it up you just like trying to cover up for the fairies and he was going to like, like seances and stuff, and believed everything. Aww. Even like I remember he he went with someone else. I want to say that it was um that magician guy. What's his face? Um, not one. Gandhi. Um, no, Houdini. Houdini. Um, <laughs> it might not have been him, but anyway, he would always like prove the. I think it might have been another writer. It doesn't really matter. Who cares? Who would always prove it wrong, and he would get so mad while they were there. <laughs> um. But that's not really cryptid related. Um, you just got off on a rant. It's okay. Yeah. Ah, my phone! Did I say got off on a rant? Is that right? You went off on a rant. What's our email again, Rosa? Our email that we have set up is called fancyeffect at gmail.com. I'm going to have to write it down. <laughs> so if you want to um, send us any topic, I like literally like three people listen to this. Um, yeah, but. Yeah, want, we if know you them all. Send us an email, or if you want to help this podcast grow, um, um, yeah, we will mention it more about it at the end of this podcast. Um, yeah, did, I, did we say review us? Review us. It will really help the podcast grow, and more people listen to it. Even though we're not on iTunes yet, that's might be a problem. Oh, thank you. Should we ramble more? I think so. We've been going for like five minutes. Yeah. That's. And I'm going to cut have it out. Else? Oh, I was obsessed with Mothman for a phase because what edgy teenager isn't? Actually, before that, it was werewolves, because I read the very interesting, I guess, (laughs) book series of Shiver, Um, and I was obsessed with it, and then I realised that it's actually because I liked wolves, and not because I liked straight teenage romances. Really? I would never guess that would come I thought you loved straight teenage romances. Yeah. That's like your thing. Yeah, it is. Um, And yeah, I went through a quick phase of reading romances and then I realised that they're 
so gosh darn boring when they don't have any other storyline. Oh my god, romance is the worst. It was very much like Twilight without the vampires. But anyway. just like, daytime. (laughs) That was (laughs) such a bad joke, I hate it. That wasn't a joke. That wasn't even, okay, I'm sorry. Wait, did I take the blanket off the back of this chair? There's like a breeze. It's making my feet cold. Anyway, so yeah, I read them. Um, Um, Not saying they're bad books, I haven't read them. Uh, they yeah. might be terrible. <laughs> so, look, some of you might love it. Just not my personal cup of tea. If you're into um, romance and yeah. werewolves. Yeah. I actually went through a phase. I, I did a lot of creative writing when I was younger. And I sometimes do now, but not so much as I used to. Because I, I used to, like, for the longest time I dreamed of being a writer. And <laughs> I used to write about the worst, like, cryptidy kind of um short stories i have one from when i was in grade oh year seven or eight i think is that the one where they had um, wings yeah oh like my god i love this, that and he this... was definitely like oh, he had yeah. a relationship with some of those animals yeah no okay <laughs> so there, there was this no it was a girl oh no yeah i was thinking um, the other guy but yeah she she had wings and she would like fly around and stuff and then she made wings or sparrow wings. <laughs> no, it was. She wasn't sure whether there were the ring, wings of a raven or a swallow, which and is, they look totally the same. It's so different. And then the guy who she's like hang, hanging out with is like, ah, uh, well, the shine on them makes me think that they might be raven wings, but I don't really know. Because you were this impressive writing. These guys both live in a forest a forest where ravens also live it's not like they live in a city and they've never seen a bird before wait that's how ravens live everywhere they live in cities sort of swallows and well well ravens more like you think you recognize ravens wings right like at our school there's got to be at least like 20 ravens just hang out outside okay we've gone off a bit of a rant on oh yeah i keep saying gone off on a rant (laughs) Is that the right word? I don't know. <laughs> anyway, I was, keep going. I am still pretty in, into like more like cryptidy lore stuff because that's always a bit fun. Um, obviously Mothman, who I was gonna do a thing on, and then I saw a thing that like Trump had gone to the Mothman festival, and I was a bit upset about that. <laughs> and so I decided Aww. not to do Mothman this episode. And this is where we transition to my topic oh. of the week. Um, you just talked about yourself the whole time. Oh, wait, do you want to talk? Sorry. <laughs> no, no you fine. talk. I read a vampire book once and I was obsessed with them for like a couple of years there. Vampires and eight. Tell us more about you, Rosa. Um, yeah. <laughs> I'm not good at talking about myself. You're way better at talking. <laughs> you can just talk more. Um, yeah. Literally Cryptids. anything even vaguely like fantasy related. Oh, my favorite. You play D&D and you always play dragonborn so i think you're a scaly yeah, cause... <laughs> um no nothing no i'm that. not there's nothing no, wrong with it you could absolutely be a scaly i wouldn't but judge you i'm not i like goblins do you like goblins oh um, yeah well my favorite cryptid has got to be uh what's his name greg the mongoose <laughs> jeff the mongoose <laughs> jeff the mongoose my favorite cryptid is oh what's it called <laughs> well Kill i'm not favorite. a weirdo like you are anyway um, sorry. We're going to do that as a topic. Maybe we'll do it. Maybe, yeah. maybe one of on us will do it. Like, episode. In, yeah, on our Mongoose episode. <laughs> I'm going to run out of ideas so Wait, quickly. Maybe we'll do a Poltergeist episode where you can do Jeff sure. Mongoose and like yeah. Are they not nearly the headless snickers here. <laughs> <laughs> um, no. Poltergeists okay. are ghosts. Cryptids. Okay, so should we define cryptids for those who are listening who have no idea what the hell a cryptid is? Sure. Um, so technically a cryptid is something that quote unquote hasn't been proven to um exist. Right. But hasn't been proven not to exist. Okay. Which often they have been proven not to exist, but people just choose to ignore that fact. Yeah. Um, like which... flat earthers. The world is obviously flat. Everyone says it's round. <laughs> but it's clear it's been proven to be flat, so I'm just saying. The earth being flat <laughs> Flat Earth is not a cryptid. <laughs> well, um, okay. uh, or like another, or like um, they're like modern. What's the mythical creatures? Kind cool. of. So yeah, and there's a lot of like American ones, especially. There's like a lot in America. There's yeah. like, well, like as in like less traditional, like they're not usually like 
unicorns or yeah i read somewhere that cryptid the word cryptid's only been around like recently yeah it's an internet that, thing. <laughs> that was such a great description yeah. Rosa, if you want to learn more about cryptids go and watch buzzfeed unsolves supernatural series it's very good but don't watch supernatural i was obsessed with supernatural but like supernatural's kind of good though it's so macho like manly I like i Oh my god, that's... it's just—it's ironically hilarious. <laughs> it's really—it's—it's. It's, I used to be obsessed with it. Um, sometimes I go back and watch it because it's kind of funny how manly they are. And look, the research is actually really good. Like they've actually got pretty realistic Krypton stuff. Yeah, um, because they have like the Wendigo like... and stuff, and it's <sighs> cool. But all of the time, the demons are just really sexy ladies, and like, <laughs> yeah, it's a hot bros killing sexy ladies. Yeah. <laughs> Anyway, we're not talking about Supernatural. Anyway. Um, I may have traumatised a very young Rosa when I was watching Supernatural in, like, year seven. I can't, I kind of got obsessed with it, though. I'm yeah. mad now. But the first time you saw it, you looked at my phone where I was watching oh, it, and there was no. someone reaching down his, like, throat to get razor blades out of it. Which anyway, is... can we get off, we've gone off to- topic. Would you yeah. like to start? Sorry. No, you need to talk more about cryptids yourself. I've talked, I have no history with them. I like vampires <laughs> sometimes, but now I don't. Um, Did, didn't you go through a dragon phase? Or I went through a no. dragon phase. You didn't go through like most of my phases la- lasted about two days. You went through a fairy phase when you were really little. Yeah, when I was fairy, six, like literally everyone. <laughs> not shame. furry. Let's. <laughs> I, she did not say furry. <laughs> Nothing wrong with that. But <laughs> okay, I don't think every six-year-old goes through a furry phase. Okay, so did you get a quote at the start of your thing? I didn't. Oh, I, <laughs> I forgot. Did. Okay, sorry. Um. Except it doesn't make any sense out of I'll context. I'll find one eventually. Okay. I have so quotes in it. Mine is debatedly not a cryptid, but also it is. Should I, should I do the quote first and then say what it is? Or, yeah. Okay. This is what you asked me last should time. Just, just do that. Did I ask you that last time? Yes. Well, like, With that exact hey, same phrasing. It's the second episode. We can't get into a thing yet. Okay? A thing. This is a quote from Christopher Fox, an employee of Noah. Just when you think that... Ooh, there are. <laughs> Just when you think there are no mysteries left in this world, we have a whole bucket of them on the screen right here. All right, Christy So, Foxy. something a little bit ominous for y'all. Ooh, y'all. Um, we're That's not new. from the south. No, uh, we are from the south of Australia. South. No, not the south of Australia. Well, the bottom. Yeah, whatever, who cares? I'm not telling you that. Sorry. Cut that out. People might stalk us, Rosa. <laughs> oh my god, all seven listeners might hunt, like, team up and hunt us down. To the dead! <laughs> okay, sorry. Um, We're not from South Australia. <clears throat> oh no, what have I done? Okay, um, so I am doing the mysterious sound from deep in the depths of the ocean known as the bloop. Oh, it gives me chills just thinking about the name. The title scares me. Yeah, you can tell it's very ominous, very scary, a bit creepy, um, <laughs> a bit sexy. <laughs> oh. Um, okay. So some background because we, you know, we all love some background. Sure. Um. Okay. In 1960, an array of hydrophones was set up in the bottom of the ocean. Hydrophones are like microphones. But underwater. underwater. Yeah. yeah. Don't forget to interrupt me because I only wrote like 800 words for this time. <laughs> yeah, this one's going to be a little bit shorter. Yeah, yeah. Our intro did go for 15 minutes. So let's. Yeah, that's good. And we'll just It'll do a really long outro as well. <laughs> okay. Um, okay. Shuffling. Whoop. The hyd- Sorry. These hydrophones were known as S O S U S. Sosis. Do we call it Sosis? I'm never going to say that word again. Um, for the sound surveillance system. And was set up during the Soviet. The Soviet War, the Cold War, <laughs> set up during the Cold War, and um to track Soviet submarines. Fun. So you know, um that's the Cold War. We're not talking about the Cold War because this is not a war podcast. It is cold it right never now. Never will be. It is a bit chilly. Um, um, let's have a war. It'll be the Cold War. <laughs> um, okay. See okay. So, yeah, Um, <laughs> when the Cold War ended in 1991, I don't know why I said it in that voice. Did it end in 1991? Apparently. Did it? Yes. I googled it. Okay, yeah, Google no, told you're me. You're probably right. I did extracurricular I, research. I'm not good at history, so <laughs> let's just... Ew. What? I don't know. <laughs> just keep going. The Cold War ended in 1991, and 
so I don't know why I said it like that. And so the National Oceanic and Atmospheric Administration, or NOAA, NOAA were granted access to these hydrophones to monitor underwater noise and detect low-level seismic activity and volcanic activity. Sexy. <laughs> seismic. Mm. <laughs> okay. <laughs> um, and like a bunch. It was open up to like civilian research, so like any scientist could like get access to it if they wanted to. That's cool, Which, I guess. Yeah, it was nice of the Cold War. <laughs> mm. Um, yeah. So this, the most in-depth article I could find about this was from New Scientist. Um, and I mean a couple of the websites, but mostly New Scientist. So I guess Dad will be proud of us for that. Cool. Um, because he is a massive fan of New Scientist, I think. <laughs> um, anyway. So I there was a, there was an article from the Age and it was pretty much just the New Scientist article rewritten. Cool. Plus, so like so was the Wikipedia article and a few other things. And the Wikipedia article had misspellings in it, and I edited them, and then I realized I might have made a mistake, so I undid the changes. Oh. Yeah. Okay. If you go onto the Wikipedia page for the bloop and it's all misspelled. That's not my fault. I tried to fix it. <laughs> I promise. But why would you need to go on there? You've got, you've got all the information you need right here. If you actually get to it. Okay, yeah. I'm like a thing. I'm, I'm making up for the fact that I didn't write anything. <laughs> with okay. Rats. Okay. So, Christopher Fox, who quoted before, um, who works for Noah, spends all day listening to these undersea noises. Um, okay. <laughs> <laughs> um... Which undersea noises, you ask? Well, the low-level seismic activity and volcanic activity we mentioned about 20 minutes ago. Yay! <laughs> um, yeah. So his job is to work out what they are. Um, yeah. <laughs> cool. Yeah. Oh, tiny rant. Yeah. Uh, the microwave in NASA, they, they couldn't work out what the <laughs> microwaves were that they were detecting, and it was just a microwave. <laughs> you think that would be the first thing you'd be like, what is that? Oh, we have a microwave in the break room. Is it that? Oh, no. No. Let's, no, this, no, this, let's just look at this for 50 yeah, years. No, this device is strong enough to pick up stuff from the moon. It probably isn't that strong enough to pick up the thing from the break room next door, right? <laughs> um, anyway. Right, so, yeah. sorry. You go. Um... He can work out how most of the noises are based on a spectrogram alone. A spectrogram is the image of sound, um, which Ooh. is what we're looking at sliding across the screen right now as we record. And it's very inconsistent. Inconsistent. <laughs> um, yeah. So he says in the interview with New Scientist, the sound waves are almost like voice prints, which... What? Like, like footprints. They're almost like voice prints. Yeah. <laughs> oh, I don't think they're quite like the voice prints that we all know. Yeah, well, it's not like a voice print because it's not usually voices. It's usually ice cubes clinking together, except okay, on so a massive scale. This science isn't very, scientist isn't very smart. He's pretty smart. Uh, let's go. Well, I mean, we'll get to it. But he just looks at spikes all yeah. day. <laughs> oh, and anyone who doesn't know what they want to do with their life, become a seismic scientist or whatever he is. What's he? I don't know. Become one of his scientists because it's not a very big field and it's actually very, very important in discovering new species and stuff. So do that. You do that, Rosa. That's your job. I'm good. Um, okay. Although every now and then he gets a sound which you can't quite work out the origin of. Do, do, do. Um... So there was one heard repeatedly in the early 90s, which he named the upsweep. Um, and he and other researchers originally thought it was biological, um, because of a whale of some kind. Um, yeah. But it was too loud. What and like, did it sound like? Like, <laughs> it, said it, was, it started quiet and got louder, which is why it's called the upsweep. Oh, okay. And it had like... I thought it just sound like... <laughs> <laughs> and it had like irregular noises happening at the same time. Right, and they thought it was like whales because it was similar to what the noise to the noises that whales make. They don't make the same noise every single time, and throughout seasons it changes. Like if it's mating season, they're gonna make the same sound as if they're like birthing season. So like Ew. mating season might, might be like woo woo, and the other one might be like woo woo. <laughs> so you know, like <laughs> okay, um, the changes. But this was really regular, and they worked out it was like either waves hitting an island, um, like a whoosh. 
Yeah, that makes sense. <laughs> that that's what it sounded like. Or um, volcanic activity. So like bubbles rising up from the ocean or lava. I don't. I don't really know what volcanic activity is. <laughs> okay. Um. Yeah. But the strangest of these sounds is yet to come. I wrote because I was feeling a bit um. You know, like top ten things you didn't think would exist in Burger King, kind of vibes. In 1997, deep at the bottom of the ocean, just west of the southern tip of South America, this hydrogen array picked up a mysterious noise. Um, yeah. The sound rose in frequency over a minute, becoming so loud that all the hydrophones within 4,800 kilometers picked it up, which is really loud. Like, I think, according to Google, it is the loudest noise ever to be recorded in the ocean. Could that be a lie? Possibly. I don't know if Google's lying to me. But as far as I know, that's the loudest the ocean's gotten. Cool. Um, yeah. Anyway, that's loud. This noise became to be known as the bloop. Um, and it's just kind of, that's just kind of how it sounds. I'm going to play it to you, Rosa, and you can, co- if I can copy this link. Hold on. Cool. Because then I'll... Oh, there we go. Yeah. And then you can... I'll send the link to you, and then, or you can just get onto it. Yeah, And you I can will put it in the which turns sound up. All right. Let's up. see what it sounds like. You ready? That's it. <laughs> Sounds like a bloop. Yeah, it, this is just bloop, bloop, bloop. and that's I think that's sped up like sixty percent or something like that. So it actually lasted like a few minutes, I think. That's impressive. Yeah. Okay. <clears throat> so Christopher Fox. Our scientist guy um, believed that the sound was most likely biological, as it had a similar variation to ocean creatures. Um, he believed originally that the sound could have been from a giant squid because no one had ever seen one alive, and they had no idea what the sounds would make. What they freak me out. <laughs> yeah. Um, so yeah. The only time we've ever actually seen a giant squid, I think we've recorded it once in, like, we've, we have one live recording of one from, like, 2004. Really? And that's it. Well, that according to one article seen, I read. Like, videos of it. You've seen videos of the dead ones and, like, animated ones. Oh, true. Um, they're so, I hate how big they are. They're massive. I, saw, I hate it. They're not meant to be that yeah, big. Yeah, when I was researching, I saw a video of a whole bunch of people crowded around a dead one on a beach and... Gosh darn, is that terrifying. It's so scary. <laughs> like, it's massive. The ocean is mean. Yeah. They like, don't need to be that yeah. big. <laughs> like, pretty much the only proof is the one video, washed up ones on beaches, and the sucker marks on blue whales' faces. <laughs> it's sucker marks. Like, they're big enough to attack blue whales. And give them hickeys. Like, ew. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I'm not even big enough to attack a blue whale. <laughs> Wow, <laughs> you're known to be massive. I am known to be very tall. Yeah. I am the tallest in the whole family. Rosa has not outgrown me at all because you're two years younger than me and that wouldn't make any sense. I'm totally not like six feet taller than you. <laughs> you're like minus a few inches. <laughs> um. Okay, yeah. So, according to some other scientists... I should have written the name down, and I apologise. It was like Phil Loomer or something like that. Cool. Um, said that it's unlikely because, um, like, based on what they know about giant squids and just, like, squids in general, they don't really have the ability to make that noise because to make that noise, you need, like, a little gas pocket. And so it's a bit, if it was that noise, it would be squid farts, and squids can't fart. <laughs> cool. So, yeah. Okay. It's probably not that. So yeah. my theory is it's like a hole and then a, a bunch of gas got caught in it and it slowly rose up to the top and it went bloop. Yeah, that's a pretty good theory. Um, like, I don't know yeah. how physics work yeah. underwater, so I could be completely wrong. Yeah. Okay. So if the sound were I to come, think that was even physics. Sorry, let's go. <laughs> if the sound were to come from a whale, then it would have to be seventy-five meters long, which is pretty long. There's a Big old whale. Yeah. Um. At first I was like, that's not that big. And then it turns out, yeah, it's three times as long as a blue whale. Okay. Wow. It's a blue whale. <laughs> blue whales are 25 meters. That's that's like the average size for like a female blue whale. I think males are like 24 meters. Wow, they're one meter smaller than <laughs> females. Hey, well, if it was a mouse, that would be a massive difference. 
that. <laughs> yeah, but even if it was like an elephant, that'd be a pretty big difference. Well, the blue whale would be like a... um, but a lot of animals can make noises other than a blue whale, even if they're smaller, like um the pistol shrimp. Shrimp, the pistol shrimp, um, which is the example used by Krypton's wiki. Um, so you know. A credible I was source. I'm gonna go on that. <laughs> it's pretty good. I I've heard other podcasts use it as a source. Anyway, um, so yeah, apparently a pistol shrimp can be as loud as a jet engine, which Ooh. might be louder than a blue whale. I didn't look up how loud blue whales are, but you know, um, so many people, including loud. scientists, theorize that maybe the sound came from something they hadn't even discovered yet. Wow, who the thunk? Like Cthulhu. <laughs> 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 Um, okay. So a lot of Cthulhu fans <laughs> um, thought that maybe that sound was actually the great being himself. Um, so yeah, Cthulhu was the deep sea creature invented by, or as I wrote, Thou Up. <laughs> what? Oh. Thou Up, thought up by H.P. Lovecraft in his book. Oh, Lovecraft. Craft, you say? <laughs> In his book, <laughs> Call of Cthulhu. I don't know if I'm actually pronouncing Cthulhu right, but like, I think it's Cthulhu. There's no recordings of him saying Cthulhu. it out loud, so whatever. <laughs> um, anyway, so the theory is only enhanced by the fact that the sounds were detected only 1,500 kilometers away from the place where Cthulhu is supposedly imprisoned. <gasps> Must be him. Yeah, it has just... to be. So, we put it up over there. Yeah, a lot of people genuinely are like, well, obviously that's where he is, right? Because Cthulhu's sure. like, yeah. Do you want to tell us what Cthulhu is for anyone that doesn't oh, know? I don't know. It's like a big crackeny thing. It's yeah. got tentacles and it's like an ood from Doctor Who, but like big or just and naked. <laughs> so in 2012, um, Animal Planet, um, which I think is an American because I have no idea what the hell it is, um, yeah. released a film which a lot of people saw as a documentary. It was actually a mockumentary, kind of, called Mermaids, A Body Found. <gasps> Did you like my mermaid voice? Um, Sounded beautiful. A film which people have described as being similar to The Blair Witch Project. So it was like a thriller in the style of a documentary, but it just kind of looked like a mockumentary, which, right. yeah, anyway... Um, I actually, I actually found this on YouTube when I was like 13 and because I was 13 and quite impressionable, I may have actually believed it for a good like couple minutes until I scrolled down to the, um, comments. I was like, oh my God, mermaids are actually real? Oh, that can't be right. Surely not. Like we would have heard about, but this documentary says it's true. So I went down to the comments and I was like, the comments of YouTube will know the answer. Yeah. And some people were like, whoa, mermaids exist. And everyone else was like, no, guys, this is clearly fake. Are you stupid? <laughs> and um, you were a teenager at this point. A young one at that. But I was quite impressionable, okay? You were old enough to know <laughs> logical things. Look, I, you don't develop a critical eye until you watch... The Spongebob movie. Of course. Which I still haven't seen. <laughs> oh dear. <laughs> anyway. Um, so one of my favourite parts of this whole thing is that Noah, Noah like took this seriously. Oh wait, I have to mention this other thing. Okay. So this is actually related to the bloop. I'm not just talking about mermaids for no reason. Okay. <laughs> so they said that the sound of the bloop was actually mermaids. Um, right. They'd have to be pretty loud mermaids. Like... <laughs> I was like, what's up? Anyway. Loopy guys! <laughs> like, wow, stop shouting, dude. Yeah. Anyway. Um, and Noah was like, no. The best part of this is that Noah literally, like, issued a formal response being like, um, actually, there's no proof that mermaids have or will ever exist. So, will ever um, exist. You never know. Someone might have or fish do. DNA. Fine. There's, um, um, there's no proof that mermaids do or have ever existed so um yeah don't listen to this documentary and i was like guys <laughs> guys oh. it was a joke 
Oh, Noah. I mm. love it when big companies take things seriously. Yeah. Anyway, now this is the getting close to the end. And in 2005, before this documentary was released, um, scientists finally worked out what the bloop is. And to be honest, it's actually really disappointing. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, not surprising. Um, I'd rather it was, like, the Kraken or Cthulhu or, like, giant whales that we've never, exi- like, seen before. But, um, yeah, no. So scientists working for Noah's Pacific Marine Environment Laboratory, or PML. PML. Laboratory? Laboratory. Oh, I, laboratory. Thought, yeah. Oh, um, no. Let's just keep going. Cool. Found that the sound was most likely the noise of an ice quake. Which is when yeah. ice breaks off a glacier and slides into the ocean, becoming an iceberg. No, um, that's so sad. I know. Well, I still want to believe it was they Cthulhu. Haven't like proven that's what the sound is, but like it's pretty much identical to the noise that they make. So, so it might be the Kraken. Yeah. Still, I don't know. Yeah, anticlimactic, right? That's, <laughs> oh, that's sad. I okay, know. I'm not done though. Yeah. Because I didn't want to disappoint y'all. Y'all, stop saying y'all. I didn't really want to just dis- like leave you on that really disappointing note. Um, mm-hmm. So here's this. So in 2014, hydrophones were set up in the Marianas Trench, which is arguably one of the most terrifying places in the whole world. Right. I literally hate it so much. It's so deep. It's like the deepest place in the world. I don't know if it's true, but it is actually. It's literally oh it's terrifying i no i hate it no nah. it's too deep things aren't meant Ooh. to be that deep like i don't like think even a 14 year old's post isn't meant to be that deep yeah like thank you thank you very much <laughs> okay um so yes um anyway so the hydrophones they put in there uh picked up a few sounds Ooh. Ooh. um one of these one of these was a drawn out twang similar to the bloop in structure so like the seismograph of it looked the similar. Right. But it didn't sound that similar. It was more like okay. Star Wars-y, apparently, is what, that, is what they said in the article oh, I read cool. about it. Oh, my feet are cold. So maybe it was just like a blue whale. Just it was like it was space a, it was and a, it wasn't that good. It was a blue whale watching Star Wars. Yeah. <laughs> um, They named it the Western Pacific Bio-Twang. Which is really cute. I got halfway through it and was like, oh, that's boring. And then I got to Bio-Twang and I was like... Bio twang. Oh, it's it's fun. It's fun to say bio twang. <laughs> um, and so yeah, they worked out that the sound is similar to mink whales, um, which make these little like blooping noises when and like kind of like Star Warsy like shooting noises. That's really adorable. Um, and they didn't actually realize they went that far down in the water. Like they didn't really know how far down they went. Yeah, and so it helped with like research and stuff. It was pretty cool. That's really cool. They also thought it could have been another type of whale, but I like mink whales because they're cute. Anyway, so I'm just going to end this with a little another little quote to make up for Rose's missing quote. Thank you. Um, Which I think is important and that people should listen to. Yeah, even though I hate the ocean and I'm terrified of it, this is important. Um, so yes, this is from Craig McLean. Director, Thanks, Craig. <laughs> Director of the Ocean Exploration Program at NOAA. Do you think there's one called NOAA at NOAA? Probably. Um, <laughs> it's not smell like that, though. It's got yeah, two A's instead of an A. Sounds H. the same. Um, and, like, every ten minutes they'd just be spinning around like, yes, <laughs> what's <laughs> <laughs> Okay. Um, yes. If we landed a spa- space probe on another planet and recorded these unknown noises, Oh, sorry. If we landed a space probe on another planet and recorded these unknown sounds, there would be, I think, significant vigour in the scientific community to find out what they were. Um, yeah. So saying, like, if it was in space, people would research it, but because it's in the sea, no one really cares. Aww. <laughs> so yes. Care more okay. about our oceans, you guys. Look at it. It's so sad. <laughs> okay. It's so lonely. It wants people to pay attention to it. Are you sure you want to use my phone? No, I'll use my computer. Okay. Um, Okay, you can shut up now. Um, This week, I decided to do the... (laughs) Don't we just say it? I decided to do Banshees. Ooh, that's cool. Uh, The screaming things. An actual cryptid. (laughs) Yeah, that's not just icebergs. (laughs) Oh, it's okay. Um, so, 
Let's get started. Banshees are cryptid originating in a collection of, like, they're mostly European folklore. Uh, such, like Irish and stuff. Oh, you have to say that. Sorry. Yes. Such as Celtic, which they're known as Banshee. Irish, they're known as Bean Seed. Oh, That's beans. really cute. <laughs> Old Irish, where they're known as Side. I think, I don't know how to pronounce all of these things, so sorry about that. I'm going to say it with an Irish accent. No. And Scots Gaelic, which in which they're known as Ban Sith. That's right, Ban the Siths. They're originating around the eighth century. So the name of like all the names pretty much mean woman of the fairies, like uh, likely because of her mystical depictions in imagery and texts. That's so cool. Another meaning to the name is woman of the fairy mound, <laughs> due to the fact that side which is the old Irish version of her name. Would be Sid, maybe? Yeah, it might be Sid. Uh, uh, is... Wait, is that an Irish accent? Sage. <laughs> Sage. Uh, sorry, I lost my place. Uh, it's Side is a reference to the mounds along the Irish countryside. She's often depicted with pale skin, an open mouth, and screaming, <gasps> with long white hair and white or grey robes. Same. It's going to be in a couple of years when my hair goes white. <laughs> a couple of years, definitely. Um, it already is. I know. That's why I said definitely. Oh. Her wide eyes are often weeping continuously, so that's a bit Same. creepy. It's actually me. Wait. <gasps> Due to her wailing and crying that people often describe her to do, it is a way of warning the one who is who basically heard her about the forthcoming death of a family member or loved one soon. <laughs> Family member oh. or loved one soon, and sightings of her can run in a family. Like someone's grandma saw it, and then her daughter saw it, and then her daughter saw it. I think cetera. it might be the banshee. You might be the banshee, yeah. <laughs> so, so I scream. I scream a lot and cry. <laughs> okay. That's not true. I don't scream that much. <laughs> okay. What do you love? Uh, where are we up to? Okay. So her height is argued. Some people say that she's tall. Oh well, she's, she's not like <laughs> a person of a tall stature, but she's usually described as standing about four, or like yeah, four-ish feet tall. Well, she is me. Yeah, short, screaming, and sad. <laughs> yeah. So depictions vary a lot. So I'll cover some encounters people claim to have with banshees to show the various experiences and depictions people often have and how they may vary. Cool. Uh, just a warning. I'm skeptical of this sort of thing, so I sound very sarcastic for a lot. I'll sound like I believe it. Okay. Yeah, I, I don't like. I don't believe in ghosts. I'll stand up for these people from Facebook. <laughs> okay. Or Reddit or whatever. So, the, yeah. are there any trigger warning things you have to do about like dogs dying or anything? Not really. I just There's some blood, I think. So. Okay, blood warning, everyone. Gore but, warning in the podcast. Yeah, again, another warning. These are all off the internet. It's not like sophisticated people being like, oh, Excuse I saw me. One. Are you saying they're not the internet unsophisticated? <laughs> There's yes. not scientific recordings of these things. It's not like someone, like a biologist, went to the wild and went, Oh, today we see the wild banshee making its way across the plains. You can tell it's a banshee by the way it screams and its wide, gaping eyeballs. Like, Dripping eyeball that, that, That's a monkey. Are you okay? You, you okay, David? It screams David. from over a mile away. Okay. And you know that the Mark, screams indicate an right, incoming really death. Going. I wonder who it could be. Please don't let David Attenborough die before I re- before we release this episode. because then Oh, that would be so insensitive. I'm going to be first on the thing on the suspect list. He's pretty old. He probably died from old age. No offense to him. He's not old. He's like eighty. Is he dead? Should I Google if he's dead? He's not dead. I think we'd know if he was dead. Yeah, please don't die. Please don't die. It's gonna be so insensitive. <laughs> well, he's gonna die eventually. Okay. Eventually, this is gonna be insensitive. We're so sorry. I just oh. realized I started off all my paragraphs with the first. This next, the this last. last. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so the first banshee sighting that I'll talk about, sighting in quotes because people just heard it. Um, so the first one that I'll talk about is named the Beaufort Street Banshee. Sorry, I got all the uh, next paragraph information from the Manchester Mirror. Where's Beaufort? Dot com. Beaufort is in Manchester. Oh. Unsurprisingly. (laughs) 
yeah, so it's unsurprisingly located on Beaufort Street, Manchester. Wow. Its first sighting, or at least recording, was by Ivy Heron, who posted the noise of its whales on her Facebook. Wow, a um, credible source. Yeah. So <laughs> she was like, what's this? So people have since heard its screams, usually at the start of summer, and stops during winter. Now- also same. Wait, I think I actually am her. Yeah, I definitely. scream all through summer, the minutes winter, I'm like, yeah, finally. Yes. The rain. Okay, so now I'm... Wait. <laughs> now this may be a faulty air conditioner, which oh, is logical no. due to the timing of the screams because it goes through summer and, you know... That makes sense. We don't know. But... You think they would have gotten it fixed by then, right? I know, but they probably heard about people believing and then feel like super bad if they stopped it. Maybe a bad she just anyway, died. So this one's a bit or dumb. Uh, you know, it's up to anyone's judgment. Uh, don't think it's a thing. She, this isn't her usual characteristics that she's described. Might just be someone screaming all the time. <laughs> I don't know. The next paragraph will be from mysteriousuniverse.com. Mm. So the next account was from the 1940s, so who knows how reliable it is. (laughs) The website also did not cite their sources for this particular story, Uh. so yeah. Okay, so it occurred on Howard Street in Fulton Place. Where is that? Is it in America? Uh, I don't know. Um, Probably America. They have a lot of ghost sightings, even though it's English. (laughs) So a man here was- Oh wait, Manchester's in England. Yeah, but there was an American flag on the picture I saw, so I don't know. Huh. There might be a Manchester in America. Or maybe there's just some <laughs> American in Manchester. Possibly. So, a man here was, quote, suddenly bedridden. No, sorry, sorry, that's not how you pronounce it. <laughs> suddenly bedridden by some mysterious debilitating disease. Oh, yeah. So basically he was dying. Also, he was old, so it's not that mysterious. Yeah. Um... Uh, when he had families or friends visiting him, uh, they heard a knock at the door. When the door was opened... Wait, can I knock to make it sound suspicious? Sure. Okay, this is the interesting bit. Okay, sorry. Uh, they opened... When the door was opened, a woman who was described as an old hag-like woman <laughs> with long white hair and long... and a long white dress... Same. Realized I just repeated long white and long white, but that's what they said in the article, so... Do you just copy and paste it? Well, yeah, because I said, quote, oh. <laughs> who was ringing... Oh, did I? I don't know. This is a quote. Who was wringing her hands and sobbing. So uh, uh, she was standing there. Was standing there. I continued on for a sentence, but I spoke too much, so now it doesn't sound right. Okay. She was standing there. Uh, screaming, she ran into the house and promptly disappeared. The man died just hours after that, apparently. Do you think that she could be like... His lover or something that was pretty upset this about his death. What I just really mean so, about it. Like I mentioned before, the reliability of the story is something to be questioned. But if it were real, perhaps it was just a peaceful lady with relations to the dying man who had a habit of disappearing into thin air. Yeah, <laughs> into thin air. <laughs> um. Uh. Yeah. I don't know. Anyway, that one's a bit more spooky. So. I like that. That's fun. I genuinely I... wrote down uh, anyway. That one's a bit more spooky. <laughs> I genu- I I think I genuinely think that that was just like either a friend or something more that was upset because like she heard that he was dying and so I know. ran into the house and everyone was just really rude because she looked a bit like haggy. old and haggy. And then she disappeared. Then she That's like, maybe she maybe she was being chased so she jumped out a window or something like I don't or, know. like maybe went in the cupboard and left yeah. later or something. So and everyone was like, oh no, he's dead. No one knows. Okay, so the next one is also from Mysterious Universe. Is this song with blood in it? A little bit. Um, Sourced, they sourced it from True Ghost Tales, so I don't know um, how liable this is. But if they call it True Ghost Tales, they're all fake. Probably. So the last, these, again, these are all... No offense to True Ghost Tales. All these accounts are just to tell you how it might be described and how different things relate to it. These aren't... Um, these aren't, you know, necessarily real. They could be. It's just to say how different depictions of it are. So the last account I'll cover is one by someone of an unknown name in Ireland. So I need to swallow. Um, she says she was sitting at some cliffs on her property. Someone's rich. <laughs> when she saw a woman who seemed to be washing something red out of rags. 
probably blood. Let's just, yeah. <laughs> um, I'm sure she has a perfectly reasonable explanation. Yeah, but this is, yeah, um, this is like she was slaughtering pigs. That's normal for the things. When did this happen? It was like the 1800s. <sighs> no, it was more recently. Oh, um, I was picturing someone like feeding their chickens with like a little straw hat on, just like oh, by their cliffs, and she looks out and someone like. Like a Victorian style dress, just like washing her clothes, and they're like, Oh, she probably wasn't a Victorian style dress, if that makes you feel any better. Oh, thank you. Um, but yeah, she's often depicted, um, washing blood out of rags and stuff, so that's interesting. I'll mention that later. Uh, when the witness went to see why she was on her property, she felt a chill surrounding her that felt like, quote, the coldness of death. That's what everyone says when they meet me. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, end quote. Do I agree? That's mean. Um, <laughs> the person describes the woman as looking sad and that she was probably young, but uh, she didn't have a full view of her face, so no, it was hard to tell. No one ever seen my full face. That is true. Uh, <laughs> the woman slowly faded after this. Stop reading my thing. Okay. <laughs> um, I'm actually reading ahead. I'm just reading at the same time. This was a bit of a different account to what's usually told, mm -hmm. as the banshee wasn't wailing, and as far as I'm concerned, a deaf death of a family member didn't follow but it was interesting okay. <laughs> it was interesting to see how it differs from previous accounts and shows a whole other way that this cryptid has been described and shown in folklore especially irish in this case i Roland. <laughs> yeah so experiences <laughs> of banshees can range from seeing the ghostly figure to just appearing no just hearing their wails just appearing their wails out of nowhere, this giant blue whale just appeared from the sky and crushed me. Crushed if David dies by being crushed by a giant whale. We're so sorry. We're screwed. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so nearly all reports continue its re reputation of appearing before the occurrence of death. People often tell of experiencing a chill and complete silence before dur or during a an encounter. Um, depictions... Uh, I say depictions a lot in this. Not Sorry. <laughs> uh, I just realised my report has only been going for about 10 minutes and I'm nearly finished. Okay, sorry about this. Okay, depictions of her cries. 20 minutes. No, we're on. F oh, yeah. Oh, um, depictions of her cries are usually along the lines of a mournful woman, which makes sense, you know, she's mm -hmm. crying. Um, and. Is often seen or at sen <laughs> washing blood from white rags, um, like I mentioned earlier. Usually, I found in Irish versions of this folklore. Cool. Many people skepticize of the legitimacy. This sounds like a really cool sentence, but I can't say it. Many people skepticize of the legitimacy of this creature, as the sound can easily be recreated. But others insist upon their beliefs and encounters. Real or not, the folklore of this banshee is pretty amazing and one to be admired. admired. Hell yeah. Yeah, so what do you think? I think that the banshee is a broken air conditioner and also that I am her. Yep. She is me. I don't know. I thought it was cool. This we one, because... One. You know... That we are many. It's been <laughs> in many, like, things for ages. It's been around for ages. And yeah. A lot longer than the bloop that was on from like nineteen ninety seven. Yeah, so a lot of people, you know, talk yeah. about it and you know, it's cool even if it isn't real. I think it is cool. Um this okay. is this is a little episode. Yeah, so thank you for listening to our mini episode yeah. about cryptids. We might do another cryptid episode in the future, probably the far future. We've got a few other ideas lined up. We don't have yeah. to go straight into that again. Happy yeah. has been following us around for weeks. Not oh that they had gosh. anywhere to follow us. They just had to like yeah. be in our house. But you it know. was terrifying. I don't know how they got in. I know. I can't even go to the bathroom without a camera following me. It's terrifying. I know. The weirdest thing is there are no cameramen. It's just the cameras. Yeah. It's terrifying. I know. I'm just trying to take a nap, and there's like this camera just there, snapping away, lights flashing. Can't sleep anymore. I know. It's terrifying. Yeah. Oh my gosh. Life of a famous person. So hard. Yeah. So yeah. hard. You're allowed to tell people about it as long as they don't go to our school. Yeah, so tell people <laughs> about it, please. We're not on all the podcasts yet, all the podcast platforms yet. Yeah. But if you can leave a review, please do. Yeah, we're on Google Podcasts. If you can review us on yeah. that, wherever you're 
listening right now, go ahead, you know. Yeah. We don't want to, like, be annoying and be like, review us. But it does help podcasts. And we'd like to have more than seven listeners, all of which we know we have met before in our lifetime. Um... If yeah. you, again, if you want to email us, we're at fancyeffect at gmail.com. Yeah, yes, we can, got that. Yeah. <laughs> um, you can suggest future topics, um, or you can just tell us in person because we know all of you listening. Yeah. Um, uh, yeah, if you want to suggest future topics, if you want to give us some suggestions, if we got anything wrong, or if you know, you've know you experienced, or, or if we talk, talked about an ancestor, I don't know, it'd be cool yeah. to hear about it. Intro and outro is made by Rosa. Yeah, I hope um, you liked our last. Um, yeah, it's pretty cute. Theme I think. song. So, uh, the end is meant to sound bad. <laughs> well, from the background. Uh, yep. And what else? Edited by Rosa. Rosa's done a lot. I did the cover art. That's what I did. Yeah. Um, and uh, I was just here. Uh, last week was a nightmare to edit. Uh, this it was week even worse will be to worse. Work out how to... oh, uh, yeah. What was I going to say? I was going to say something. I have something to say. Sure, go um, ahead. Thank you for listening. Also, I have something else to say. <laughs> cool. We're, so, during our quarantine, we're going to do oh, our best. That's what I was going to say. <laughs> we're going to do our best to upload uh, once a week. And hopefully we'll continue this, yeah, but we we'll might just do it by week. Yeah, so you're, if you're into... you want to give a little sneak peek Yeah. It? You're into murderers, circuses, massacres. And if you want more cryptid episodes, send us your favourite cryptids and everything. Uh, yeah. Um, thank yeah, you. Again, give us an email. We'll love it. Yeah. We'll even, even give if you a shout just, out. Even if you're just saying hi. Yeah. Like, you don't have to actually put anything we interesting sound- in it. Yeah, we sound really desperate, but like <laughs> we are, <laughs> we are desperate. We haven't had contact with anyone outside of our family for two weeks. Oh my god, it's a nightmare. <laughs> Email us, please. It's the worst, please. <laughs> we want friends. Uh, anyway, um, uh, yes, yeah, thank you. Don't feel pressured to join a thing, but do. <laughs> yeah, um, yes. So we appreciate you guys. Um, if you want any other. To have us have more people to appreciate, send us friends. <laughs> oh, okay, <laughs> let's end this before it gets worse. Goodbye. Bye.